Hi, guy people, foodie people. Let's hope you can all hear that music today because apparently I really stuffed it up last time. So apologies. Well, I'm not going to say a word. I'll oh, quiet. Welcome back to Foodie Files. Now, we, we, we've been a bit missing in action for a couple of weeks because, you know, as you get older, people, and it becomes winter, you get a cold, you get the flu. Well, we've both had colds and flus, and one week, Ellen, I sounded like I was a drag queen who'd worked in a bar for 50 years smoking cigarettes and drinking whiskey. <laughs> Shut up. See, I can see Nick's face, people. You can't. I knew what he was going to say. Anyway. I was not going to say that you didn't sound any different, but anyway, keep going. Bitch, please. <laughs> Anywho, um, and also, too, we've both had bad packs, including on separate occasions. Um, so we both one weekend couldn't even get out of bed. It was just insane. So, yeah, we're old, but at least when it comes to food, we sometimes know what we're talking about. Well, that's right. That's right. Yes, welcome, everybody, to the Foodie Files, where we talk everything food and food competitions, reality shows, I should say. And then I will often go off topic because I'm very easily distracted. Yes, yes. I know Mama Trace loves to discuss everybody's food journey. Oh, my God, he did that on purpose. He knows how to upset me because I hate that in any competition show when they use the word journey, like, please, people. Now, would I do that on purpose? Come yes. on. Yes. Okay. I know you You're too right. well. <laughs> Way too well. So much has happened in the last couple of weeks. So much has happened in the last couple of weeks. We're trying to work out what we're doing here. So we thought today we just, because we've been missing in action for a couple of weeks, we do a general discussion around um, thoughts and impressions um, of what's been going on in MasterChef land. Um, So we can take us up to ready to record next week's very important finals week get into finals challenges um and then after we finish with uh master chef we'll do a lovely little uh, recap chit chat thoughts on the great australian bake-off so let's start with master chef master chef yes the last couple of weeks have definitely been interesting can i just say from the outset Hasn't Declan come a long way? Oh, absolutely. The versatility, oh my... the range, the diverseness of everything that he's, that he's creating. The thought Even process. everything's still centred around fish. No, he did a dessert, which we'll get to later. Okay. Which was brilliant, by the way, but anyway. Um, yeah, but God, let's face it. What does Brent use? Pork? Oh, come on. Look, See, from the I'm very not, beginning, oh, Brent was my favourite. Oh well, Declan's become my favourite. Uh, look, definitely, I'm I'm up there with with Declan now as well. I, I was very sceptical because I thought he was just a initially a one trick pony. Look, he did come across in the beginning as a bit of a pretty boy. Who? Um, <laughs> huh? Yeah, you <laughs> may not. But every other female on the planet does. Let me share with you. You should you should read what's going on in the in the blogs. But anyway, um, yeah, I didn't I didn't have much hope for his cooking originally, but he's really come a long way. Yeah, he's I agree, definitely agree. Flavor combos, the way he's doing things, the the thought process he's putting into stuff is amazing. And the other person who's come a very long way, I do have to admit, as sceptical as I was. 
Theo. Uh-huh. The different so, ways he can do a Euros is incredible now. So, look, we, we did refer to him as bread boy in the beginning, but I will say he, okay, yeah, he still does bread, I know, but he has been doing some fabulous food. You must yeah, know. Look, he's done a decontracted Euros. He's done a... A lamb stew, gyros. He's done a oh, something. Any variation of gyros you can think of. It is incredible what he's done. Listen, salt and pepper squid gyros. Yes. How do you call salt and pepper squid gyros? <laughs> like seriously. <laughs> oh, someone's mm. taking their bitchy pills this morning, people. I'm telling you. That's mm. all right. We forgive you. Huh? <laughs> Sorry. <What? laughs> Dear me. No, look, I, he, he, look, I think he's cooking superbly as well. Um, honestly, I really, really do think the top three, are, as much as I would like a female in the mix, the top three are the guys. Absolutely. Look, with that, we do agree for once. Yes. Oh, it's a miracle. I know. What happened? I, now, I think... Declan should win. Just uh, I'm still using, agreed. using the word of the year, journey. Um, the way he's progressed through the series, the way he's listened to the judges, um, his food has become epic. Absolutely. Look, I agree. He's he's probably grown the most. Oh, absolutely. Only, only because he probably had the most to grow in as True. well. True, but he's growing really quickly. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm not nothing negative against him. I think he's he's great in the way he's actually uh, achieved things lately. Mm. But still, still, I don't know, Brent, Brent, for me, I'd love to see Brent and Declan be the last two and, and actually. I uh, think you find it, it will be Brent and Declan. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think then of again, the- then again? What? what? I'm, I'm going to stop predicting only because you know. Grace went out. Ralph went out. So, but we well. Let's face it. Um, the five that are left, the mm-hmm. boys will be the final three. I I, I hope so because I Don't. do honestly think it's the end of the road for Rhiannon and and Kath. Mm. Oh my God! Wow! I know. Stop that. Um, oh, wow! Did I get eliminated? Wow! Stop Ooh. it. Um, do you think, do you think I could say something really controversial now? But we're not going to, are we? Okay. So, all right, well, let me change topic then. (laughs) Look, let's, let's, let's just do a little recap of the ones who have left us recently. Actually, that didn't sound sound good. So, obviously, Rue left. Yes, Rue. And that's how long since we've recorded people. Mm-hmm. Um, I did buy Rue's barbecue sauce. Rue, Ralph and Addy Das yeah. were the last ones. Um, Ralph surprised me. What was common in all three eliminations? You tell me. That's a rhetorical question because I will answer it. Yeah, I know. That's my fault. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> Jeez. Um, look, in, in a competition like this, yes, it is. It's, it's pressure. It's... <clears throat> you have a lot of um, producers and camera people in your face and as as a filmer, you, you don't see them in the final edit, but they are no, all over no. the place. 
and then they move out of the way to do the long shots, etc. Yeah. So, so it, it is a lot of happening right around you, and it's not only uh, disruptive, but but it that you do lose your focus. So mm-hmm. as as you're as you're trying to cook, you you got people walking around you in your face asking you questions. It, it is off-putting. But those three, especially. Um, Which three? Cooks or judges? No, no, no. I'm talking about the cooks. You know, okay. That's why, you know, we have Ralph, uh, Addy, Das, and, oh, um, and, and Rue didn't have a clear vision of what they were going to do in their cooks and wasted a lot of time. And, oh, my God, if Ralph... Andrew could have moved any more slowly. Honestly, felt like jumping into the into the TV and slapping them both. But that was like Uncle Robbie. He was a, he was not a you know run around the kitchen type person either. I know. There's look when and the pressure's on, I, and, and you are working against the time. It it there is a lot of pressure, and it does compound because you know. You, you're on edge. You're, you're trying to move fast. You know, your fingers don't exactly do what they're supposed to. Um, but my God, Ralph, he was so slow. I know he, he wanted to measure everything, everything precisely, but because he was considered. There was this precise, and then there's obsessive. Okay. Oh so my God. Not, everyone tells me I should audition for MasterChef. I think you should. And the reason I never will. It's, I don't like to cook that way. It's all part of the game. Yeah, but I. Oh, when when have I ever played games? Come on. If I couldn't win, there'd be problems. I'd be wearing my crown every day. No, <laughs> I, I I'm not into. I can't go on those sort of cooking reality shows because I like to make how I make, which yeah. is long, slow. Yes, I'm now the queen of the pressure cooker. And I'll actually, after we finish this, I shall tell you what I made today um, and what I'm making tomorrow. But um, I don't like to be rushed like that. Yeah. Like I want to make, if I'm going to do something with butter, I want to make my own butter. I know I'm weird. No, no, I didn't. Have you seen the price of butter lately? Oh, come on. It's cheaper to make it. (laughs) He lives in Adelaide, people, so it's probably a lot cheaper than Victoria. <laughs> no, things travel further. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, I was sorry to see Ralph go because I thought he was really good and I think he had, thought he had a chance. Artie didn't really surprise me that much. No, no. Look, she, I think she she progressed through the contest a lot, further, a lot further than I would have expected. Same here. I also expected Rue to go a bit further. To last longer? Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm, I'm, I might actually be with you on that. Mm. I would have thought Rue would have outlasted, uh, especially Rhiannon. Yes. And and possibly Kath. Yeah. But I don't know if I'm saying that Kath is actually a stronger cook than Rhiannon. I don't know. Yeah. I think they're yeah. about the same. Yeah. I, I... I agree. But also, do you think that, and I think I've said it before in another episode, do you think that Kath has underplayed her knowledge of food? Yes, absolutely. The more I, the more I said you did mention it, the more hmm. I watched afterwards. It, it 
she plays up to the camera a bit too much. Mm. You know, the the uh, I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm going to try this. Mm-hmm. I'm, going oh. do, um, I'm going to do a, a rabbit stew with uh, a dashi memory memory from what my mother. But I have got no idea what she put in there. I've got this, 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 and this in there, which is exactly what you put in it. And but then she manages to cook rabbit to perfection. Now we all know rabbit's not easy. Isn't that what I just said? <laughs> Did you? Oh Ooh. my god, you're not even listening to me. <laughs> I've got a six kilo fluff ball trying to get my attention, sorry. Is that a was that a rabbit? Yeah. Hey, that's my dog, my baby. Oh, of course. Yes. Anyway, um all right, what a, let's move on to this what happened this week, because we you know, a bit behind the eight ball. So this week we had a lovely road trip week and we went to Cactus Country, a winery. A winery was first, then Cactus Country, sorry. And then when they did that luck cook the other night in the grain shed, which I thought was astounding. But I actually think I love this week. What do you reckon? You know what? It was probably one of my favourite weeks. Yeah, same here. Except if I see one more person make one more bloody taco... No, I know. I'm so sick of tacos. I'm sorry, people. Mm. There is a lot more to Mexican food than tacos. You can do some beautiful moles. What? Let me ask you a a question. Okay. In in the mind of a contestant. In the what? In the mind of a contestant. Yes. Grain challenge. What grain would you have chosen? What grain would you have chosen? And what would you have made? Okay, so... I know, I am jumping in a little bit, but I'm just curious to see yeah. what you have and see if it corresponds with what I would have done. Hmm. So I probably would have picked entree. All right. Um, entree or main. I, I don't know that I'd do a dessert. I'm I'm not as good at desserts as you are. Um, entree, if, I, if I'd picked entree, I definitely would have picked the lentils. Okay. Um, and I do agree for a main, I would have picked the chickpeas. Okay. So what would you have done? Let's say you chose mm-hmm. was, let's say you chose the entree, what would you have mm-hmm. made? So I would have done uh like a, a a French lentil dish with beautiful um finely chopped some celery and onion and carrot through it, um and made it quite unctuous. But I probably would have used a little bit of of miso to create some umami. Oh my god, I sound like a contestant. Um, uh-huh. Uh huh. Umami. Would you have done the the miso through it as you're cooking, or would you have done it as the tempering on the top? No, I probably would have put. I would have done both. Oh, okay. Because the miso in the lentils, when you're cooking the lentils, it would have sucked it up beautifully. Mm, so we'll I'm not talking about. Talk. I'm talking about a white miso here, not okay. red or any a white miso, because it's got a more subtle flavor and i probably would have done as a putting a uh, like a, a pro, meat protein on top i probably would have done um, i may i may have done a fish because it would be lighter as an entree yeah but just as like like not how he did it like with curing the the trout but just a beautifully um grilled piece of white 
fish on top. Something delicate to go yeah, with. Something it. delicate to, yeah. to balance out the more robust lentils. Yes. Um, and then definitely some lemon in it somewhere for some for some brightness. Yeah, what would you what would, what and for a main, if I'd done chickpeas, I would have done something very similar to Theo along the lines of a Moroccan dish. Yes. Yeah. Um definitely some sort of, I would have done some sort of tagine with chicken and, and the chickpeas. I would have done a, a very, it's very similar. I would have done a chicken apricot. Mm. Uh, anyway, I probably would have done dates over apricot. I would have done dates over apricots. Oh, yeah, I know. I, it's exactly sometimes over, over sweeten a dish. Yeah, but if you use, and I should have said this earlier, if you use half date and half barberry, so with the barberries, you've got that tartness. Oh, it counterbalances yeah, yeah, the yeah. date. Yeah, okay. Well, like I put barberries in all my salads. I'm, I'm obsessed with barberries. They're so yummy. They are a very small, in case people don't know, a really small um, little red berry that's used in a lot of um, Middle Eastern cooking. And when they're dried, they have a beautiful tartness to them that I actually adore. And when I make grain salads and all those sorts of things, like even when I make my own just a salad for me at home, I throw barberries in it. Um, and I would have added some sumac as well. Okay. Lemon. Yeah, so similar. We would have, we would have done yeah, sort of variations, but very similar. No, yeah. I would have I would have gone pretty well where Declan went. I would have definitely chosen the barley. Oh, for a, what for? A, for dessert, dessert. Or, for dessert. That's what I, I said. Thought, we, we I thought that was his dessert was brilliant. Yeah, and I would have made similar to what he did, like a pudding, which is you know, mm. a Greek version, which is the risotto, which is usually with rice. But oh yeah, I would have done yeah. that that pudding <laughs> uh, with with um, a nice little uh, berry compote, and uh, I would have made like a, a twill out of out of the barley and and and. Brown sugar, basically, just to give that a bit of sweetness as well. I thought his caramel, his caramel with the ground barley in it was, that was brilliant. That was a brilliant. Good, very good idea. Yeah. And I, I'd like to introduce another element just to have that you know, crunch. biscuity crunch through it as well. So either as a broken crunch on top, um, just spit some on top, or yeah, as a twill. Yeah, a very, very, very similar. So I would have gone with that. That is all a lot, but made out of the barley. If I was going to make a dessert out of pearl barley, which I thought was genius of him, I a I would have gone more in the um, Middle Eastern direction um, and making like a spiced. When I I do a spiced panna cotta, mm. where I'm using like cinnamon and honey and all those sorts of things, so I would have made more like a Middle Eastern um, rice pudding version. Right. But I would have done, I would have taken the cooking of the pearl barley in the water a little further just to help that initial crack so that when you cook it in all the beautiful cream and everything, it'll absorb easier. Yeah. And I would have done um, some um, grilled figs. Okay. With some honey and a honey pistachio over the top. You can tell I like Medi uh, Middle Eastern food, can't you? Yeah, well, I was going to say, you, the whole thing yeah. is very Middle Eastern. Yeah. You've, 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 well, because I, I look at a lot of the stuff I make that's Middle Eastern, it has a lot of grains in it. 
That's mm, true. Because I mean, I generally once a week I either boil up or cook up, sorry, some couscous or some friquet, and I've always got it in the fridge for when I want to make something after, like for dinner. I can quickly throw together a grain salad or something, which is so healthy for you. Yes. Um, now that we jumped out of sequence and we did the grain I one first, I was really happy that Declan won that, by the way, because I thought he deserved to. Yes. No, look, he's, he's dessert looked amazing. Yeah. Let's go back to the cactus. <laughs> the cactus. Uh, as I said, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, however, as I said, I don't want to see another taco. Yes, I'm with you on that. Um, because I think, as, as I've said already, there's so much more than, to Mexican food than a damn taco. Um, as I said, you could have done a beautiful mole with some yep. beautiful spice rice. There's so much more that they could do. Yeah, look, they, they look at you know, cactus, cacti, I should say. Yeah. And and the first thing that, look, admittedly does come to mind is Mexican type food. So in the first thing they're in, do a taco. Well, I like, but, but I would have liked to have done something Japanese inspired as well. Mm. Um, what would you have done with the prickly pears? <laughs> you see, and, and they're right, prickly pears are, are very sweet. Um, Way too sweet for me. Yeah, yeah, we're breaking down. So, interesting fact: if you eat a lot of them, they they do have hallucinogenic effects. A what? They have hallucinogenic effects. Hello, ordering mm. some prickly pears. Yep, yep. So, yeah, how many is too many? Just yep, yep. how many to order. <laughs> it's a bit like it's a bit like almonds and the build up of arsenic. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, so, yeah, yeah that, that must mean a lot of prickly pear because I've eaten a lot of almonds in my life and I still don't have arsenic poisoning. Yeah, well, there you go. I would have made a prickly pear granita. Oh, yes, that would have been good. You could make a prickly pear and lime ice cream yes. and then made a prickly pear granita to go with it. bit too much. I would have done a, a contrasting ice cream to that and just left the... The prickly pear with the granita only. I don't know. I was just thinking off the top. Or just a lime and... Mm. I definitely would introduce lime into the ice cream. Just to have that, that, that sharpness. The cut through. The freshness to cut through the sweetness yep. of it. Um, you wouldn't want to do like caramelly or, or something that, no. that will add to the sweetness and then just kill your palate altogether. Yeah. That's the thing I hate when you go to restaurants. Here's my here's my tangent coming, people. Sorry. <laughs> I hate like I don't have a massive sweet tooth. I am more of a savoury person. Yes. And I hate going out to eat, and when you get to the dessert section, there's no cheese course. I'm finding a lot of places are starting to do that now. What they with a cheese or without a cheese? With a cheese. Yeah, I mean. A lot do, but I'm sorry if I have That's to go. It's coming back in fashion. Thank God for that. Ooh. Because so, I, by the time I've eaten, I don't want to eat something that's overly sweet. I would prefer to have, um, like a really beautiful dessert wine with some cheese as my dessert course. 
Oh, he's yawning, people. Sorry, we're keeping him up. No, you're not. That's a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. Um, You had a big day at the football again today? No, I had a big day (laughs) shopping. Are you shopping? Yes. Oh, my shopping. Here I got. I've got shopping. shopping again, people. Yes. Levi. Levi's his son, by the way. Teenage. Sorry. 15 year old shopping. You're new to it? So much fun. I'm sure it is. Ooh. What do you do think? You this go, year? Do you go to um, any of like a William Sonoma or anything like that? No, we just went to find some jumpers and some. Oh. So boots. when I go. When I go shopping these days, I go to West Elm, William Sonoma, and Pottery Barn. <laughs> oh, William Sonoma is like the best thing in the world for me. Love it. <laughs> oh, I'm not any... saying a word. Hey, I'm not saying a word. Oh come on! You like to go to a kitchenware type situation as much as I do. Yeah, I do actually. That's that's my that's my um, hardware store or stationery store. Yeah, that's our Bunnings. That's that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shops that sell bakings and cooking supplies. That's our Bunnings. How <laughs> sad is that? <laughs> Why is it sad? <clears throat> oh, it's not really. I love it. No, it's not. Go go look at what's new. What's happened? Yeah. Find a new, new um, find a new bunt cake mold that looks a, really cool. A bunt. What's a bunt? Like, a bunt. It's a cake with a hole in it. Oh, a cake. That sounded. I think that was out of my big fat Greek wedding. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> when she when she put the flower pot in the bunt cake. <laughs> yes. But my version of a bunt cake isn't some basic boring cake. I do. Um, I make my chocolate bubka in a bunt. Oh, okay. Mm. No, I use my bunt pen um, for halva. Ah. Because mm. I Yum. like the, uh, the design on it, then you can easily slice it through. And yeah. Then, oh, yeah. Oh, can you send me some? I need to make some halva ice cream. Oh, that would be interesting. Have you never had it? I've never made a halva ice cream, no. Oh, my God. You just do a basic vanilla custard one, right? Hmm. And then after your obviously your custard's cooled and you put it in your ice cream churner, as it's churning, it's about halfway churned, crumble in, and I use the chocolate and almond halva. Ah, uh, okay. okay. Crumble that in and let it keep churning and also add a little cinnamon. Um, That's not a bad idea. People love it. And then what you can do... It's became recipes of the week, people. And then what you can do is you can make some, get some phyllo sheets and make it like an ice cream sandwich with phyllo. That's a very good idea. Guaranteed it will be on the fat fork menu very shortly. I think it might have to be. <laughs> See, I'm handy. <laughs> Not very often, yeah, but, but you're, you're talking more the uh, the traditional um uh, Tahini-based halva. Yes. We make yeah, we, we make a slightly different one, which is almost like a, a fudgy type. Halva, oh no, I like which... it to look like con- I like it to crack like concrete. All oh, right, no, no. I'm obsessed. No, so the Greek halva is is very different. Yeah, so I, I like the um, other sort. The other sort. <laughs> Living in uh, Caulfield North in Victoria, as I do, 
I happen to be in a neighbourhood which has quite a preponderance of Eastern European people. Mm-hmm. I can get my halva in my local coals. No way. Yeah, way. The best. Yeah, that would be good. Oh, no, you go into my coals. There's a whole section that sells challah bread, rugula, um, and, oh, my God, I've finally bought a loaf of dark rye bread in Russian style. I feel like I've gone to heaven. (laughs) I can't eat white bread, people, unless it's really good French white bread or a beautiful kachia or something, but your basic white bread, God help me know. (laughs) How did I get so off topic? I'm really sorry. Let's get back on track. So Master Chef, right? Yes. Right, we've sort of done a little bit of catch-up. So predictions. Who are going to be the top three, Nick? I honestly think this week, think, hope, whichever one it is, uh, I think Rhiannon's going to go. I think you're right. On Sunday, yeah. Leaving Kath, Brent, Declan Mm -hmm. and Theo. But I think the boys will be the top three. Yeah, I've got a feeling they will all... Unfortunately, I don't think Theo's going to win. You don't think so? No. I'm not sure whether Kath will go further than Theo or Theo further than Kath. Really? I still think it's going to be Brent and Declan the last two. Oh, absolutely. Um, But who's going to come third? I've got a funny feeling maybe Kath. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. Okay. I've got a feeling just for the demographics to be a a little bit different. Um, They're going to... They don't vote for third place. It's the judges. I know. I know. But okay. the camera's going to be slightly slanted to, to assist or to well, add I, someone. Then I was going to go on a little bit of a controversial direction, go and I'm not the first person to say this because this is all over the MasterChef Facebook groups, people. Do you feel that the judges are somewhat more favourable to a couple of contestants? And which ones would you say they're more favourable to? Brent and Declan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, with Declan, I think. It, but with Declan, I think it's quite warranted because he has done amazing stuff. Yes, he has. But again, uh, yeah. Look, I I do also like the story of Brent, the backstory. Mm-hmm. But I remember him. Yeah, yeah. I do like what he creates. He has got a. He does think slightly differently to the others in the way he approaches his cooking and. And, and, his, how he and his, his basic skills, like his knife skills, they're amazing. Yeah, yeah. The guy so can chop properly. When, when we're talking the the idea or the, you know, what's required for a winner, master chef, mm. not chefs, they haven't qualified. <laughs> they're master cooks. Correct. But mm-hmm. skills-wise, I'd, I'd still, from the beginning, Brent, yeah, no, he does. He does have good skills. As yeah. I said, I, w- I watched him chopping an onion the other one of the episodes recently, and I thought, oh, dude knows how to chop. But lo- like I said, even um, you know, for him to consider how to get acidity in, in cooks and how to slant things at the or pivot yeah. at the last second to to introduce different elements. His flavor, his knowledge of flavors and and for yeah. combo flavor combos is really really good. Absolutely, and, and I do like that. 
And then he did see the people doing in the cactus trialing and people doing similar things. So he, yeah, did well, he didn't expect to do that, did he? No, no. But to be able to, like I said, pivot and to you know, think of your feet and actually pull it off. Good on him. I think I think he, he deserves it more than anyone. Um, unfortunately, yeah, Rhiannon and Kath, their skills let them down a lot because if you see mm. where they stuff up. But again, getting back to Kath, like I said before, I she's mm. got more knowledge than she tries to let on. Knowledge, yes. Experience, yes. Capability, still not so much. Hmm. I would say Kath and Rhiannon definitely are not as refined, no, especially great. in their plating and stuff. Like Declan's plating has become really good. I have to agree with you there as well. The boy's been doing a bit of studying, and even Theo. The yeah, I know. He can he can put He's a got some horrendous plate. watermelon stuff bread. Yeah, like that. That was a disaster. Oh yeah. To putting up that beautiful, beautiful, unctuous plate. Um, last week with the you know the, the, the chickpea stew with the the lamb yeah. it was delicious with with pita bread so yeah it was a you got to have a bit of bread to sop up lamb, the sauce on the side the lamb stew gyros oh my god he's he representing gyros is amazing what the way he can represent a gyros is amazing well I didn't think of that as a gyros <laughs> I thought it was a, as a lovely plate of food. So predictions, predictions, I reckon Rhiannon's yes. gone tonight, Theo's gone next, then Kath. What, okay. what, what are your next ones? So this week, um, I think Rhiannon's going. Yep. I think unless something, unless my waters are incorrect, I think Kath will go next and the final three will be the guys. Uh, Theo will go first of the three. And the top two will be Declan and Brett. Brent, not Brett, sorry, Brent. <laughs> All right, people, in next week's episode, we'll see who was right. Uh-huh. And we'll hear Mama Trace apologise because she got it wrong. Oh, what have you heard me apologise? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Give me strength. Well, we'll prove her wrong, let's just say. Yeah, yeah, good luck with that, people. Now, before we go on to uh, Great Aussie Book, Bake Off, Yep. I was going to say book off. No. I know. What's a book off? What? What? I don't know. I don't know. I just made that up. There you go. <laughs> what do you think? Replacement of, of, of oh. Judge Zock. I've been doing lots of research on this, lots of reading of speculations. So, some comments out there. Of, mm-hmm. of, for initially, I thought no way, but now I'm thinking I don't mind the idea. Of what? what? What have you heard? What have you heard? Okay, so there is one theory that they will just keep Andy and Melissa and the oh. third judge will be rotating. Like That's different one guests. That. Different That's guests one that I struggled with, but I think has probably I got think, more merit than anything. Yeah, I quite like that one because it's really okay. hard to replace Jock. And I'm, as I'm watching this now, I'm like, holy shit, we're coming to the end of seeing Jock. Yeah, yeah I know. And, and that's... It's 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 still surreal just watching. I know him. it doesn't it doesn't click with my brain, but you know no. that's abnormal for me. Um, well, right. I have I've heard everyone from Nigella Lawson. No, no, Jamie Oliver. No, no. I actually don't want an overseas chef. No, if it's on a rotating basis, that's different. 
Yeah, look, uh, having having Margot Pierre White <gasps> as a I don't know. <laughs> just, I, okay, if we had a Margot White as a permanent one, I would oh, be beyond. I would love that. We'd all love it. Yes, I know. We he's both our favourites. I know. Yes, and for uh, Marco, I, we'd be stalking him. <laughs> I do like the idea of the rotating. Yeah, because uh, especially if, if they did it as they do different weeks, they could get a judge in. Look, when they had Josh and Nyland in with the fish. The fish right, yeah, you have a, a judge in like that who can, who can also, if yeah. they're not going to do master classes anymore, yeah, they're obviously is, not doing master classes, yeah. but having someone like Josh Nyland, when he came and showed them how to butcher a fish, that yeah. was like a master class in itself. Correct. So they can do more things like that. And I'd love to see that. Um, you know, having a, a specialist uh, dessert chef come in and, and on dessert week and things like Kirsten? that. Yes. Yeah. So if if there was supposed to be a permanent judge, who would you like? Oh, God. Um, I was thinking Shannon Bennett. Yeah. No? No, no. Or if you didn't have someone as well seasoned as Shannon, yeah, get an up and coming rock star. Who do you reckon then? Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. I've, I've it's been, hard. I've been struggling to. to... Yeah, I, I think to be honest, the best is what we said in the beginning: the rotating third. Someone who's got personality like Chop that can actually, you know. There is no one like Jock, though. I know, I know. But what I mean is someone, one, that can actually... Um, cook. Yeah, cook. It's respected in that regards, but that's got the personality to connect with the other two judges. Yep. But also... Because that chemistry is really important. Yes, but also be more of the front man as well because as much as I love Melissa... Uh, I can't see her being the front face of of Master Chef because she's a food writer rather than uh, a chef. accomplished chef. And don't talk and, to me about the third one, please. Yeah, yeah. Bang on, fracking. Um, he hasn't got uh, the vocabulary or the. Uh, no, he's not. We need someone with the sartorial elegance of Jock. Yes. Yeah. So when you look at it that way, you know what I also like. Mm-hmm. See, Jock does have a knowledge of um, Australian native ingredients. Yes, I'd like someone who did that as well. You know, why is my brain going dead? I know who I'm thinking of, but I can't. You know what? What how about how about we reunite two judges from the chef's line? Go Mark on. Olive. That's what I was thinking. Is I couldn't remember Mark's name. I'm such an idiot. Mark would be great. Mark Olive for me. Mm. I love the guy. Yep, he's awesome. I, I love his food. When I was on the, when I was on the chef's line, I, I told him that a friend of mine thinks that we're twins. <clears throat> yeah. Who is that? <laughs> a friend of mine thought that he's my he's my twin. I my thought you were twins twin. with someone else on SBS, but not Mark Olive. No, and I'd look at a thing like Mark Holland, but he said, yes, no. obviously. He said, obviously, you're, um, what, what tribe are you from? I said, oh, Greek yeah. one. 
You're the Greek tribe, I'm the the Russian slash Welsh tribe. That's it. But no, look, Mark Olive, because he has got personality. I love Mark Olive. He has got that that knowledge of, of, you know, uh, food as well. I reckon he'd be good. Because I would like to see more use of native ingredients. Like, I'm obsessed with using wattle seed when I make bread. It just gives this beautiful nutty flavour. I love it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm a big user of saltbush now too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I replace salt bush, uh, salt with salt bush now sometimes. Oh, there you go. That's mm. awesome. Yeah, so that, that if it was a permanent one, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Mark Olive. Yeah, Mark would be good. Be very good. Um, but I do like the idea of the rotating judges anyway. Mm. All right, so we've given you our predictions. All right, so this will be just next week. So let me just recant that for one because I could eat my own crow next week. Who knows? I think Rhiannon will go on Sunday. I agree. Followed by Cass. But next week is Rhiannon and then Theo. And then Cass, yep. So you you think Rhiannon, Cass, Theo? Correct. Rhiannon, Theo, Theo, Cass. Now, by the time you do release this... It'll be t- tomorrow or Monday, yep. Oh, yes. we're recording on Saturday, by the way, people. Sorry. So if you release this tomorrow morning, at least people will know our, our predictions before. All right, I'll try and get it out tomorrow morning. I do have a social life occasionally. I've got a full yeah. weekend this weekend, which is a you know, shock, but anyway. All righty. Now, we need to get on to G-B-A-O. No, A-B-O. Oh, good Lord. No, no, no. For the dyslexics out there, oh, it's Okay, so the Great Australian <laughs> Bake Off, basically. So sorry about that. Oh, <laughs> she's just stupid. <laughs> oh, my God. So we had Bread Week. Um, now, Nick, you being the uh, baker-type person in the room. Yes. Why don't you take care of bread week. Well, look, I, I love bread. Um, Who doesn't? I mean, what what they were able to do was was great. Um, now, look, uh, I don't know how do you put this uh, delicately. <laughs> You're being delicate. Um, what the hell? Excuse me. Yeah. Okay. Moving right along. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, um, the technical challenge was yeah, it was good. The the showstopper, um, a couple of those those creations looked amazing. Um, I've just got to, I've just thank God for Dow rods. Sorry, thank God for Dow rods. Oh yeah, well you know what, I did have an issue with that. It's really hard to get bread to stand up. Come on, it's so heavy. It's just like cake. Cake is harder because cake doesn't have the structure that bread does. Yeah, but hang on. When they, when they, like a lot of cake makers do use dowel rods in, especially when you're doing tiered cakes. Yes, yes, we. And, you, and you're going to tell me you don't? One, no, one to to stabilize it if you're doing mm-hmm. multiple layers. Yes, but having twenty dowels in a a bread display. <laughs> 
Someone would think they were breadsticks, you know, Christini, and they would try to bite it. Would have breadsticks? Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, that, breadsticks a support? Why don't you make, over, over bake your breadsticks, make them dry as, and put them in there as, as dows. At least they're, they'll be edible. Not if they're that dry, you'd break your teeth. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, look. What was what's the French guy's name? Laurent. Thank you. That's okay. He was he a should, disaster. He should, he should have gone before this episode. Bless, he, bless his cotton socks, honey. He was a disaster. Oh, he, look, he's got great ideas. Mm. Great ideas. Execution has been poor every single week. How he survived this long, I don't know. I but... think he was like me. He doesn't like that pressure cooking. But he likes oh, things I don't know. Cooking but bread in a, bamboo, in a bamboo basket. Huh? Can you, cooking bread in a bamboo basket. Can yeah, you that was stupid. issues there? That was stupid. Not done proofing your... your, your, your... Brioche? You oh, don't, he didn't double prove brioche. It would have been dense as... Whee. Even just after the one... And, yeah, it didn't rise. It would have been so dense. You know, there's just basic... Errors that, that he did and undercooking his bread in the uh showstopper, yeah. No, undercooked you know, bread is a prime, it is. There's, there's no need to, you know, <laughs> but life's too short for bad bread. Let me just say, uh, well, I've got my list is getting longer. Life's too short for bad coffee, yes, bad wine, bad bread. Don't do the next one that I think you can do, okay. <laughs> I'll leave it up to everyone's this imagination. Is a, this is a PG-rated podcast. I know I'm keeping it PG. <laughs> I could say bad handbags. There yes, you go. Okay, let's go there. There you go. Um, but what about Neil's bread woven bread basket? That was incredible. That was Neil, gorgeous. Neil, Neil is. Yeah, he's one of my top ones. He's not an amateur. No, he is professional. Mm-hmm. All the techniques no. he's displayed so far. Yeah. Um, have been amazing. And um, Melissa was good. Yeah. But we'll come to her in a minute. Um, but I do think Neil Neil's bread week was just brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I look, what he created was great, even those stems and roses on top. But, you know, They're a bit dodgy, but it was good. Oh, look, to make it out of bread. Hey, it's, I know, it's, it's hard. Awesome. It's hard. But. But they, they did do a they did a good job and oh look it, it'd be hard you know the the whole the whole thing is having so little time yes uh, to do all these things because bread does mm-hmm. take a long time you know what I do want in my life now what's that I want a proving drawer yes and I want a blast chiller yes I'm so jealous oh, of everyone and I forgot things. one more thing. I want the liquid nitrogen. You know, I would love to to uh, experiment with I've, it. I've been Googling. <laughs> I can get liquid nitrogen delivered to my apartment. Wonderful. That's, that's oh, really that was funny. Sorry, Google just talked to me and said, what time should I set the alarm for? Oh, to, to bring the, the liquid nitrogen. I didn't okay. even ask Google to talk. <laughs> but anyway. Can you hear him? Yes, I can hear Google. How funny is that? Hey, Google, stop. <laughs> Sorry about that, people. 
Um, so, yeah, no, bread week was really good. Um, I think Neil deserved his win and Laurent did deserve to go home. Yeah, and, and look, my favourite of the last couple of weeks. <laughs> hey, Google's not. Google up. Now he's talking about ANZ. I don't know what's going on here. Okay. I, I, I don't want to know. What... Hey, Google, stop. Sorry, people. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, well. Uh... Google just said goodnight, Mama, to me. Right. Okay, this is getting scary, people. I've got a feeling Google's you... Google's never called me Mama before. Well, well, there you go. Google knows how to... <laughs> now, it's, now I've got background noises of... of of crickets and nature coming out of my speaker in the bathroom. But anyway. You know what? No one else can hear it. It's just in your head. Okay. Well, let's get on to the last episode, which was with the winter well, warmers week. I say the, the one before, the biscuit, oh, sorry. biscuit, biscuit week, because that was my favourite. Okay, yeah, talk about I, biscuit I, week. Go I, on. I love biscuits. Okay, well, come and, on. And, well, I'm just going to go and unplug the Googles while he's talking, people. Right. Yes. Go on. You're always leaving me. Um, yeah. Biscuit week, the ability to to create two different types of biscuits with fondant on it in that time period shouldn't have been that difficult. The uh, some people did a great job, but honestly, from what I saw, it was it was a, it was a mess for most of the part. The, the biscuits weren't quite cooked. The fondant was very sloppy everywhere, and we're talking about what was that a dozen biscuits of of each type. And they had a few hours to actually do it. So, you know, I was, I was disappointed with what was actually created. Yeah, I'm back, by the way. Yeah, I wasn't that impressed. No. No. And the uh, game boards that they created at the end were... Um, oh, the Hungry Hippo one. That was cute. It, it was cute. It was cute. But look, some of the other ones were just... just I look. I can't say anything, you know, I, I do it all the time. So, you know, having that time restriction, I always do it to myself because I'm always last minute. But <laughs> That's his nickname, people, lastminute.com. Joking, no, it's not. I don't know. Last Sorry, Minute is a, is, a, is a booking site for airfares and accommodation. Don't promote is it? <laughs> is it? Yes, it is. Okay, I'm a bit uh, slow. Sorry. Oof, a bit slow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, anyway. the, the biscuit week was a disaster for for my money because you know, it, it was it was poorly done, poorly executed. And I know people are under pressure, and they probably don't have the experience to do a lot of things. But and look, it could have been a better show. And but anyway, let's talk about the last episode that biscuits you are a challenge. They, they are, believe it or not, for some. Oh, okay, for not not for Mister Perfect Nick. I've I've had my fair shares of disaster. Oh, so have I. Trust me. Yes. I'm making ginger biscuits tomorrow, but I'll come to that later. So the last episode was winter warmers, mm. and I love that theme because it's been. Yeah. I don't know about you, whoever might be listening to this. It's been bloody freezing in Melbourne, so winter warmers did um did tickle me, so to speak. Um. So they're obviously the standard three rounds. They had to make in the first one two types, uh, two different types of pastries, and each eight of each. 
in the technical round, Rachel they had to make Rachel's carrot tart, which was carrot and cumin tart. Carrot and cumin, sorry. Mm. How delicious was that? Oh, that would be nice. Oh my god, I saw that. And the way she had all the greenery carrot top around the outside, it was so cute. And what did you think of the three D art on the uh, pies? The what? The three D art for the uh showstopper. Uh, for the pies? Yeah. Well, Gavin's I didn't like. You know what? Again, I think Gavin's overstayed. Yeah, here. Gavin's overstated. I agree. Yeah. Um, I thought, let's see, um, Neil's barley scene, I don't think it was as good as they, you know, were raving about it. Um, I did like, oh, who, oh, who was it? Now I've got my brain. Who made the, the pie with the rabbit on it and, um, dang, can't remember. Oh, but the, the person who made the, um, uh, the gingerbread rabbit, that was, I love that. I thought that was cute. Are you trying to say that the contestants on, um, Great Aussie Bake Off are mm. as memorable as MasterChef? No, I'm just old and I forget. Wow. Um, and I didn't harsh. write down. And I didn't write that down. So that's because it's my own fault. <laughs> um, but I did think I liked Reem's pie where she had the two hands holding the pie. I thought that was cute. Yes. Um, uh, 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 Laura's pie was pretty. Which is the one that Laura did. Oh, you can't remember either. No. <laughs> um, but we did miss at the beginning because we got ahead of ourselves again. The two different types of pastries I had to make, the eight of each. Yeah. I thought Reams looked really nice. I love, I, well, you know, she had she has a flavour palette that I like, so there you go. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, Melissa's were quite nice, the chorizo pinwheels. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, Palmiers, sorry, not pinwheels, Palmiers. Um, who, oh, Ilona made her own phyllo. I know, I know. And she bought her tablecloth from home. Bless her. <laughs> Such a little um, ethnic person. I don't mind Ilona. Yeah, I, well, I actually yeah. put down here my, who, who are your current likes? Oh, look, you can't go past Neil. He's, he's yeah, like Neil's on my list not, too. Not an amateur, let me just say. Yeah. Um, Ilona's on my list. Yeah. Um, Laura, I think, is um, shining. Laura, t- t- yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. I loved Laura's. I think she did a really good job this week. No, see, oh, Felicity, I don't know what it is about her. You go. Yeah, I don't know. I just can't. I, can't, I, I don't like. Oh, yeah, I'm not. Okay, big... I think it was Felicity who made the rab the rabbit. Was it oh, okay? But you know uh, when they were saying to put a pinch of saffron <laughs> in the syrup for the carrot. Oh, wow, wow! The woman used an entire pack of saffron. That wow, was the most expensive thing I've ever seen. It is, and, and you use too much and it has a little bit of a bitter aftertaste. Yeah. So, so what, what should we yeah. anyway. You've got to be careful with saffron. Anyway, look, 
this Tuesday. I can't wait to see what, what happens. Um, I also like Reem. Okay. All right. I think she's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and I tell you what, I'm loving Rachel. Me, huh? Neil and Elena are the two to watch. Yeah, I've got, yeah, they're on my list. I've got four at the moment. As I said, Elona, Laura, Neil and Reem. I'll bet you my bet's just on those two, and that's that's what I'm sticking to. Ooh. <laughs> I like to have options. It's like when I yes. get dressed, Ooh. I like to have options. You have options, do you? Yeah, okay. well, Look, we've, apparently we've not. Got, we've got less than four minutes to go. Oh, yeah, sorry. But I was so, going to say that Rachel and Darren are really good, doing a great job as judges. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Darren's uh, confidence is, is increasing every episode. Mm. And uh, his, really his cheekiness, his cheekiness and sense of humour is coming through as well, which I like because he is a funny guy. So he does have a cheeky good. sense of humour. Yeah, so he's it's good awesome. that that's coming through as well. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we apologise for being missing in action for the last couple of weeks. Hopefully, we're all caught up now. Hopefully, we're not going to like have any more problem illnesses. No, and if we do, we'll just us. have to record from our respective beds because we can't do this again. Correct. Um, so right. that was a very mishmash wrap-up of the week, or last two weeks, I should say. Um, I and I'm just saying I, am, I made, being inspired by young Theo, because um, I was talking to someone about shepherd's pie and I'm not a big fan of your basic shepherd's pie. I think it's a little on the tasteless side. So in my good old pressure cooker, because I love my pressure cooker these days, <laughs> I I um I fried off some onions and carrots and all the usual, you know, aromatics type thing. Put that in my pressure cooker along with some lamb mince, chickpeas, and then my cumin, my coriander, my, my cinnamon, my harissa, my tomato, all those beautiful yummy, yummy things. And I cooked it in the pressure cooker. And after it cooled, I mixed through some additional chickpeas that I'd mashed up to thicken it a bit, Ooh. and then a whole a whole bunch of literally a whole bunch of coriander, a whole bunch of parsley, and I whacked that through it, and then I put it into a like just exactly like you would a shepherd's pie, but my topping I did instead of just potato I did. Potato, a sweet potato, and some other chopped veg that I had left over from like the Miracoy. And put that all on top, whacked her in the oven, and I must say, she's come out quite delicious. That does sound good, I've got to say. It's yummy. I've got to have flavour. I can't do bland food. Yeah. No, we did that. Life's too short for bland food. There's another one for our list. I had food on my list. He's not listening to me again, see? I said bland food. I said bland food? I thought you said bad food. Bad food. Bad, bland yeah, is bad. Bland, food. Be... <laughs> bland is bad. And well, um, and what I'm making, oh, um, tomorrow I'm making some um, savoury scrolls. Oh. I'm doing a really quick dough, just flour and, and Greek yogurt. Simple. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to make some um, pretzels tomorrow. Bopper pretzels? I'm doing the the big the big pretzels, proper German well, pretzels. Proper German pretzels. Oh my god, they're so good. They I'm are just, the best. Just craving for them. I'm gonna get some sour cream dipping in there, and that's it. Yum. But well, for I'm, dinner tonight, I, yeah. I can't, I'm gonna make something quick. I'm gonna make a sun choy bao bowl. 
I love some so, jaguar. So I'm just putting it into a lettuce leaf. I'm going to actually put it in a bowl. So lettuce, um, a bit of uh, vermicelli noodles at the bottom. Yummy. Um, a bit of pickled carrots, pickled cucumber, mm-hmm. and um, maybe some something for crunch. I'm not sure what I've got on top of bean that. Shoots. Oh, yeah, well, bean shoots. Yeah, bean shoots, that's a given. Uh, oh, I've got some then, um, sugar then, peas. Yeah. Sorry? Sugar peas. That's it. That's, that's a good snow peas, snow peas diced up. That'll go. Oh, I like my sugar oh, peas. No, I eat sugar peas. Sugar peas is a snack. Yeah, no, no, sleepy. So that's going to be my dinner. Um, I'll be having some of my version of a, of a pie because um, I'm I've, I have to. I'm going to. I'm going out this evening, so I'll have an early dinner. Um, and tomorrow morning, as I said, I'm also make besides the scrolls, I'm going to make some ginger biscuits and some date and coconut balls because I'm going on a bit of a road trip with some friends tomorrow to go to where are we going we're going to cast almighty i'm losing my mind losing losing anyway we're going um to visit winter wonderland where they have the light up at um and they they use fake snow so it's going to be so much fun we're having what we're calling it our own hallmark christmas Mm, beautiful that sounds good my friends and i um um are obsessed with hallmark christmas movies oh sovereign hill that's where we're going sorry my brain kicked in okay yeah so that's what we're doing people it takes over a while she She hasn't got enough little ziggy is obviously not pedaling the pedals under my desk fast enough (laughs) He's too busy falling asleep on the floor. All right. Well, I think Anything that, else? Should, that should be uh, – I think it's time for us to fork off. To fork off? We always finish with a fork off. Um, That's it. All right. We will be back next week, guys, with the full week um, of Who Gets to Finals for MasterChef. That's it. And the wonderful next episode of The Great Australian Bake Off. And – we may have a guest. I don't know yet. We'll see how we go. We're working on Ooh. some stuff there. Ooh, um, yes. I think we're going to also bring in some recipes next week. Yeah, not just talk like I've been talking about what we're cooking. That's we'll right. talk about some we'll, proper we'll recipes. provide some recipes. Yeah. So, all right, everyone, all right. you have the most spectacular week. Thanks for listening, um, and we'll catch you all next you. week. Now, please, because I do keep forgetting to say this, Please give us a five-star review. It really helps us um, to try and climb up the charts so that we can um, have more wonderful guests and situations for you. So please, please, please do love us, like a five-star review. And as I said, if you've got anything you want us to talk about, email us at info at foodie.files. No, did I get it wrong again? Info at foodie. Oh, my God. Let me try that one more time. What's our email address, Nick? Info at Thank you. She's a bit stupid. No, Bye. she's not. Awesome. I'm not saying a word. Bye, guys. <laughs> See ya. Bye.